Hello, hello, beautiful So Welcome to the Unapologetically Abundant Podcast. I'm your host, Petya Kolibova, an alignment woman's coach who guides women to intuitively connect with their inner vision so they can experience personal and professional magnetism and become unapologetically abundant. My mission is to empower visionaries who are on the path to embody their fullest self-expression, to soulfully expand into a quantum leap in all dimensions of their lives. Each week, I will be offering an interview or an idea that will support you to leave behind what isn't serving you anymore and create a life filled with freedom, abundance, purpose, and even bigger impact in this world. No more hiding, no more playing it small. It's time to step up and up-level your life now. Hello, hello, Abundant Soul. Welcome to another episode of Unapologetically Abundant Podcast. I'm your host, Petya Klubova, and today's guest is going to be speaking on, I don't want to even say favorite topic, but I would say the most empowering and powerful topic because our today's guest, Gertz Handel, is a trauma coach and work expert, inner work expert for high achieving women. And her mission and passion in life, it's truly to empower them and help them so they can really transport trauma into trust, which how beautiful to play with the words trauma to trust. Love that so much. I love playing with the words too. So they can really powerfully move forward in their life. And I love that you're seeing high achieving women because sometimes when we are, we have big visions, big dreams, we know we are here to impact. We stand in our own way and we let the past really determine how we are feeling about ourselves now. And of course, that ultimately influences our future. So I'm really excited for the conversation today. And I'm really curious because very often When we experience something, we want to help others not to experience it if it was painful. So I'm curious, was that your journey too? Experiencing traumas and saying, no more, I don't want anyone to feel like this. 100%. And thank you for having me on the show. Yeah, my whole, oh my God, my whole upbringing, growing up from a young age, um, being a child of two immigrant parents, I... (laughs) I don't even know where to start really. Like I grew up with a lot of, I had an eating disorder. I had depression. I always wanted to help people from such a young age. I actually was a health journalist. So I was always like, I want to help people with their health, but through journalism, because I didn't like needles and I didn't want to become a doctor because of it. (laughs) And, And I also worked in a pharmacy. So I was always there trying to help others, but I really, it wasn't until I was 25 years. So we're talking 11 years ago where my life changed. So up until that point, you know, I didn't know how to speak my truth. I didn't know how to hold boundaries. I didn't know what self-love was. And again, that was because of my upbringing. Like nobody had taught me how to love yourself. No one taught me, you know, it's okay to hold a boundary. It's okay to say no. But especially as a young girl in this world that we live in, you know, especially being born in the 80s, I didn't even know right? I didn't even know how to do any of these things because we were taught to people, please sacrifice, be a good girl, put your legs together, right? Don't Mm. say anything, just smile. Even when you're in pain, just smile. That was my whole upbringing. And it got to a point where at the age of 25, where I collapsed in an office and I had a cancer scare 
that I woke up. You know, Petra, it was it was crazy. Like I was sat in the uh, I was sat in the office. I collapsed three times in that office. And when I went to the hospital, because I was going through a lot of that time, my life was a mess. Everything was a mess. But on paper, I looked amazing. This journalist, high flying career. Look at her. She's amazing doing all these things. But inside, I was an emotional wreck. I didn't know who I was. I didn't know how to love myself. I just felt alone and ashamed. And when I sat in the hospital that day, waiting for my appointment to see the consultant, I was like what have I done to deserve this? And a voice said in my head, you created this. And I was like, what? Who said that? And I looked around the room and there was nobody there. And I was like, oh, okay, something is not right with me. Because <laughs> at the time I didn't know how to trust myself, right? Because a lot of us as women, we don't know how to trust ourselves, which I'll talk about later on a little bit. Um, and then and they misdiagnosed me. They gave me my results. I walked out of the hospital and I heard it's time to heal. And I said, yes. And that was the turning point. But I had gone through so much um, to that point in my life. I had um, an eating disorder, like I said. I had collapsed in Canada when I was working at News Channel. My left arm stopped working. I had lost somebody that I cared about when I was 21 years old. I, You name it, I had crazy amounts of trauma, but I thought that was normal. Because again, in my upbringing, you toughen up, you get on with things, you don't show that there's something wrong with you. I had a car accident when I was 21 years old where I had short-term memory loss. Like I just pushed through it until my mum forced me to go to the doctors three months later because... I couldn't tell you how many hours of sleep I had or what I'd had for breakfast. Yeah. So there's a lot of things, but thankfully, like I had the right doctor who said, go out into nature. But the first doctor I spoke to tried to give me antidepressant tablets. And luckily I didn't listen to that, you know, so my whole life was a mess growing mm. up till the age of 25. And I, like I said, I thought it was normal. But then when I had this massive shift where I literally ran out of the hospital crying and hearing it's time to heal, I went home I wrote 30 pages in my life in seven hours. I don't know how I did this. And I saw patterns of my life and how my trauma had began. And then I looked in the and looked in the mirror and I started crying. And I was like, it's time to heal. And it just led me on this crazy journey. So my whole life has been chaotic, yeah. tiring. And I was a person that always gave, you know, I would be listening to people's problems till three hours, like three o'clock in the morning you know, not putting myself first and thinking, why is everyone like having a happier life? And I'm here sad and nothing's working for me. I'm not sure if the same thing happened with yourself. Absolutely. And I can resonate to so many things that you have just described, like really feeling like you just have to shut up and suck it up and just keep going and be the good girl. And, you know, I went through eating disorder, attempt of suicide, really like not like forget loving myself. What does it mean? Nobody ever showed you. Nobody even talks about it, you know, like growing up in 80s, like you said, you know, so I, I so deeply can resonate with it. And also one of the things that I am saying in myself in the past, and also what I see in my clients, the woman who come to me, like, everything on the outside looks great. Their life on the paper is great. But on the inside, there's emptiness and and just like this emotional pain that sometimes translate into physical pain. And this eases because we don't have the ease of our life. We don't trust ourselves and our bodies. We listen to everybody else. So I so deeply can resonate with your story, really, Gertz. And, and I feel like so many women can because we know there must be more in life, but we just don't know what it is because everybody around us, our moms, our grandmas, like everybody's sucking it up and people pleasing and taking care of everybody. So it's like... Is there a different way? Is there a different way of life? So I'm curious, you know, for you, like you woke up with like, you have to heal, you know, like it, it's time to heal. 
how can women like understand like let us know like five-year-old is listening you know we're going to make it pgi you know like five right now but um what if someone doesn't know what trauma even is we're hearing it left and right like trauma past traumas past life traumas generational traumas how would you describe trauma and why do you feel it's important to turn it into the trust and what are and i know it's like like 10 questions in one but how can we like recognize if we have experienced trauma and how can we turn it into trust okay so the first thing is everyone has trauma even if you've had a great upbringing we all have elements of trauma not all of it is about our family but most of the time there are things that are linked to our family but it could be something like you know you're in school and a teacher said something to you and it hurt you and then you suddenly didn't want to do those things or something happened in your life where a really you know emotional moment or a grief moment happened and you weren't able to let go so all of us have pain you know we're human we're meant to have pain we're meant to heal we're meant to love ourselves we're meant to feel deal and heal but nobody teaches that to us and so for me what i realized is that trauma is it's just basically looking at the patterns of our life so if we're feeling stuck and we're feeling overwhelmed it's probably linked to something that we grew up with so for example like me i didn't know how what self-love was because my mom didn't know what self-love was so how could she teach me and also how would she be able to teach me if her own mother didn't know it you know my grandma so that was a trauma i didn't know how to put myself first because my mom didn't put herself first therefore my grandma didn't put herself first and it was deeply rooted so that was my, one of my trauma patterns and we all have like especially as women we have this whole lack of loving ourselves and that is deeply rooted because it's when i know people talk about generational but it really is because you have to look at the history of women and the history of women through time you know women before were these powerhouses these goddesses these priestesses you know these queens and then suddenly patriarchy came in and can i swear like is that okay to swear yeah fucked things up basically <laughs> and then basically there's this fear that was created into us you know if you're wild and you're free then you're a bad woman you know you must look this way behave this way everything is for the man and so this is why a lot of us as women put on this show and you know like smile like everything's great because that's deeply rooted within us and when we start to realize and take a step back okay what was mom's relationship like with herself? Did she love herself? Did she people please? What was grandma's relationship like? And we look at father and mother's side of the family. Then you can actually look and look back and realize actually why you've been doing it. Because sometimes people say, why can't you let go of this situation? Why can't you move on? Because again, it's deeply rooted within your DNA. You know, we have to go back and look at things as to why it's happening. And when we heal things like the mother wound, the father wound, the sibling wound, we look at the trauma that's happened in our life. It could be relationships, why you're attracting, you know, toxic relationships. It could be that you don't have a good relationship with your father, which is that which we call is the father wound. So then you look, you look back and you see why is that happening? What was your relationship with your father? Why did these situations happen? And then you can heal it. And then when we heal all that trauma, I, I do a lot of work where we do ancestral, cultural, society and familial trauma. And it's so powerful when you see the lens as a woman as to why we do what we do. And when you heal that, then you can infinitely trust yourself because then we've peeled off all the layers that have been holding us back. You know, think of you as a child when you're, you know, you're a baby, for example, you know who you are, you're free, you don't care, you're a two-year-old running around, la, 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 I don't really care, you know. And then suddenly someone says, don't do that. 
then society says don't do that. Culturally, someone says don't do that. Family says don't do that. School says don't do that. So suddenly women, young girls don't know who they are. They're now trying to be something they're not. And then suddenly these layers are poured on top of us. Whereas for boys, it's different. They're taught to, you know, trust themselves. They're taught to be wild and free and, you know, be rough as you want to be and, you know, don't care. But they also suffer with something where, you know, they don't know how to show their emotions. So they, it's not like they, they're, you know, they're the, you know, they're the only ones that everything is perfect for. No, because they also get told to toughen up. Equally as girls, we get told to toughen up. But the difference is we're taught to act like men, think like men in the working world, be an alpha woman. That's not how we're meant to be. You know, we already know ourselves. So we have to peel off those layers to really come back home to ourselves. So that's when we can have this intuition and higher power connection. And that's when we get to know who we truly are. But it can't happen if we keep living in these patterns that we grew up with. You know, again, I didn't believe I had trauma. I remember when I grew up, I was like, I don't have trauma. There's nothing wrong with me. Everything's perfect. And then when I broke down, I started to see the lens of my life. And I started to see, okay, this is why I was attracting toxic relationships. This is why I didn't know how to love myself. This is why I don't have boundaries because both my parents didn't have boundaries growing up and people took the piss. So of course I was going to follow that pattern. But I'm not saying that, you know, you know, trauma is a bad thing. You know, sometimes we have to have these situations because they help us to grow. You know, I wouldn't be doing this work right now had I not gone through all of this trauma. I won't be able to help amazing women across the world to really trust in themselves and to really slow down and trust what their medicine is within them. I love I this. <laughs> I know, I know, and I completely, like, I so align with what you are saying and what you are teaching, you know, because we all have a certain things that hurt us in the past and we can either use it for, you know, like make it into medicine or keep it as a poison. It's really up to us how we are going to alchemize it. So I'm I'm curious, girls, for those who are, you know, they will finish this podcast, they will do journaling, they will really see look at the patterns what they're experiencing that they don't like in their lives if they see a pattern what are some of the things that they can do to start a healing journey like how they can like finish this podcast and say now my life can be different because of this what is that they can actually go and do so I would say, number one, get like a journal. I know you just said the journal, but look at the patterns of your life. You know, what is hurting you right now? Ask yourself the question, what do I re- need right now? Who is hurting me? Why am I feeling sad? And just allow the pen to flow and see what comes for you. Once you kind of then distinguish what is hurting you, then you could, if it's a mom or dad, for example, or a sibling, you could write a letter and just write down what you're feeling. I don't, I used to say like, go give the letter to them, but I've learned, no. Biggest mistake, (laughs) something I did, I would never do that again. But uh, what I would say is when you're ready, write it and then burn it because then you are letting go of something that no longer is holding you back. And thing is, sometimes we try to have a conversation with family members about how they hurt us, but they're on the defense and that does not help us when we're trying to heal. So the best way sometimes is to write something and burn it and let it go. But also I would say, find somebody that you can work with, someone like Petya, someone like me, you know, who can help you or, you know, a therapist, whatever works for you. And start to talk because I did the work alone. I would never do that ever again now, knowing what I know. It was tiring as hell. Like it took me seven years to see what I teach now in the space of four months. It is insane. And so find somebody that gets you. You know, it it, it doesn't have to be a therapist. It could be a coach, a healer, somebody that understands and let them guide you. I think that's the most important thing I would say. But also 
start doing things for yourself. Like what, what did you miss as a child? What made you happy? Do some of those things and bring that joy into your life. And then you'll start to see what else needs to be healed. You know, we're always on a journey of healing, by the way. So I don't want to say like, once you've done this, it's over. The hard stuff is done. And once that's done, the the lights, you know, the veil is lifted and we can learn to love and accept ourselves. But as we ride through the emotions of life, things will happen, but you'll be able to heal them easily and effortlessly. And it won't overwhelm you like it first did in the beginning. Hmm. Yeah, I hear you. And, and that's the thing. We think that once I have this, once I do this, then I will be happy, then it will be all good. But we sign up for this, you know, life experience as a school and, and just keep learning and evolving and growing. And, and I feel like when we realize that, that there will be always pain, but there doesn't have to be suffering. You know, there will be painful moments when, you know, we lose someone we loved or something happens or we lose trust. And it's who you are in those moments that will really determine your future. So, I know we can be talking here for hours, but for those who want to learn more about your work, who want to connect with you, who resonate with you, who really align with who you are being and what you are teaching, what is the perfect place to connect with you? Sure. If you type my name into Google, which is gerdshundal.com, so it's G-U-R-D-S-H-U-N-D-A-L.com. If you go into my website, you can find everything. You can go to my social media on Instagram. I'm always on there. Um, and I have two programs that I'm offering at the moment, which is the Infinite Trust Method, which is a four-month powerful program where we really transform your trauma so you can infinitely trust yourself. And also find out what your purpose is, because I feel when we have someone who can help and guide us, it's amazing. And I also offer a five-hour session, which is called Rise Up Sister, which is a five-hour VIP day, where we actually pull out your whole life trauma in five hours. It's the most insane yet powerful session that all of my clients go through and it shifts everything and they they finally just feel at home and it's amazing just seeing where they start at the beginning of the session till the end it's just like this heaviness is gone and so yeah that's where you can find me you, I also have a podcast called the inner light project so you can have a listen there Petra has been a guest on the show we can add that in the show notes um but yeah that's where you can find me <laughs> Sounds beautiful. Thank you so much for all the work you're doing in the world, because I feel like when we can empower each other and shift into trust, everyone benefits. So thank you. Oh, you're welcome. 